Welcome to the MUFC Pubcast. Sun's out, the beers are out, and Glazer's out. Tom? Seems like it's gaining momentum, Glazer's out. It's in, it's it's interesting. It's one of many discussing... It, it's got a lot more traction than Unfollow United a couple of weeks ago. Whoever oh. started that one must be feeling a bit depressed about themselves. <laughs> they didn't get off the ground. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of the topics we'll rip into, but you know how we like to start around here. It's trivia time, Tom. Okay, I'll kick off. Um, what have we got? Multiple choice. I'll try and make it relatively easy for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Overall, who has more goals in their United career, Paul Scholes or Ryan Giggs? Now, don't answer, or you can give an idea now, but we'll come back and I'll give you the answer at the end. Right. In their entire career for United, who has more goals, Ryan Giggs or Paul Scholes? Mm. Now, I think your question is relatively similar. Yeah, it is. Um, So, who in their Manchester United careers, young Manchester United careers, has more goals, Anthony Martial or Marcus Rashford? That is a tricky one. Well, actually, Anthony Marshall has played for Monaco, which I won't take into account, but the other three gigs, goals, and Rashford only only have Man United careers, where Anthony Marshall obviously has Monaco. So I'm talking uh, purely Manchester United career. Yeah. I think, I know, surely. You said it's close, though, but I'm thinking surely it's... it's, um, Well, I won't get my answer now. There's about three goals in it. Okay, well, I'll go back and check the maths if I'm wrong. All right. Um... So start off with Glazers out, you can have to. It's the biggest global movement trending worldwide. 1,350 tweets in the last hour, Tom. Um, when it started, with the, with the hashtag. when it started, I was, okay, it's like Unfollow United. What is it? It's a hashtag, yeah. it'll go for a day or two, Man United will tweet something, it'll go away. But it is gaining strength, going from strength to strength. They've cancelled the Paddy Creran show. It looks like they're going to cancel next week's show out of fears of angry callers are going to call in. Um, Man United haven't tweeted in three days. Their next tweet will be the one Basaka announcement, you assume. They're just too scared to put anything out there. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I, I, saw a, I saw a statement, not a statement, it, it was more off the record um, of uh, the Daily Mail. And the article stated that a United spokesman has claimed we always to, uh, um, have a closure for the... Paddy Creeran show over this yeah. period um, no. but from memory I don't ever recall the show being stopped over the summer yeah no I think it was on the other way I saw I was watching David May on it the other week yeah so um, look it's interesting uh, there's a lot of traction around the whole glazes out personally look I support the movement yeah. but I'm not going to really tweet about it and the reason for that is and you know other people who have shows have spoken about this as well it's not enough to... It, it puts pressure on the club, no doubt, but it's not going to... If you're the Glazers, you're not going to be like, oh, no, there's a tweet about how the United fans don't like us. We better sell our club now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? When you apply some rationale to it, it's not going to go down I think like that's that. what we mentioned. With, it's kind of the same, in the same boat, the unfollow United thing, what yeah. we spoke about. The only time it, I think, really has an impact directly on the owners is when they see empty seats at Old Trafford. That's right. Um, if, if this movement is going to get serious, if there's a consistency and a, a genuine desire to get the Glazers out of the club, I, I think it's possible to put pressure on them to sell. But to do that, you need to think, who's going to be willing to then buy? 
how are you going to make a protest loud enough that you get their attention? So to do that, you're right, empty seats. But how are you going to convince 75,000 people or a majority of that to leave during a game or before a game? That's the thing. Like, I fully support the movement 100%. I support any movement against the Blazers. However, and football does this to all of us, it makes hypocrites of us all. Yeah. So I, I run the supporters club, the Man United NSW supporters account on Twitter. And usually we get five to six um, notifications a day. I woke up the other day and there were over 200 requests to say, join in this movement, blah, 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 can you tweet this at this certain time, etc. And I, I haven't replied public to any, but messaged a few people and said, look, our members are paying members of the club. We have to be a member of Manchester United to remain official. Yeah. So it, it is a complete hypocrisy to do that because we're putting money in the Glazers' pocket and then telling people not to do the same. And that, that is, I want to support it, and I don't have any any issue with anyone supporting it. But I've seen people hashtag Glazers out, green and gold army, and all this, and their display picture is a uh, themselves with the new Man United shirt. I'm just thinking, like, I think they're missing the point. And I think this Glazer out movement, while correct. It stems mainly not from the actual issue at hand, but it stems from being sixth in the league and no signings. Exactly, yeah. So, again, I fully support it, but I don't think I can fully get behind it in terms of I'm not going to be spending every couple of hours refreshing my Twitter account saying hashtag Glazers out. Yeah. You know what I do like, though? Um, speaking of Glazers, um, if you go to Krispy Kreme... I don't know, I was just thinking about The original Glaze donut, there's nothing better. That's that's the kind of glaze that's I'd support. Bit, all the other donuts are a waste of time, but it has to yeah. be the original. You try and fancy it up with a chocolate. Maybe Krispy Kreme can buy a Manchester United. In that case, glaze is in, but the right kind of glaze. I'll tell you what would look good, though. The Krispy Kreme sponsor, that type of font across the shirt rather than Chevrolet. Oh, sh- yeah, I, I think terrible. that would look good, though. Yeah, We're getting a little bit off track, aren't we? <laughs> we'll, we'll have our next podcast at Krispy Kreme Donuts. Um, anything else on the glazes you want to add? Actually, one thing I want to add, and... Uh, just a couple of stats now I don't know how accurate these stats are and I think we might have touched on them the other week yeah. but um, how they've taken like yeah, a billion in, in terms of the, of the money they've yeah. taken now I saw this one and I don't know what research has gone into this is staggering the current debt stands at 496 million pounds so say 500 million pound in the 14 years only 44 million pound has been paid off the debt so it still stands at 500 million the interest however 768 million pounds has been yeah. paid off interest which is it's mental well and that's I'm sure they're refinanced and that's not taken into any into account that the share sales 452 million um, the dividends 80 million have been paid out over the past since 2012 80 million has been paid straight into the pockets of the glazers there was that um, article the other day where one of the daughters has taken a loan out um, I forget it was six or six or ten million or something and a director's director's fees of seventy five million since two thousand eleven. What's a director's fee? Well, the directors of the club are the Glazers. Yeah, I know. But they're just it's, paying themselves just for fun. Yeah. Which look, it's their business. It's, it's their company. They Why did they buy it. the club, Tom? Oh, no, they, 100%. they saw an opportunity to make what was already an institution an even bigger institution. They took advantage of a wonderful boss, who, despite their negligence despite their lack of investment still found a way to be successful still won trophies but the second he left and the second Gil left it all just fell apart do you know Ed Woodward got a 2 million pound pay increase in the last 12 months based on what but he's he's reaching his targets set by them 
they're a disgrace and the sooner they're out of the club the better but again back to my original point I don't want them gone to then say someone like Mike Ashley to come in look at Newcastle oh, I think it's half the debate you with, know what every, I mean? everyone will agree to have them out but it's the debate with the manager get this manager out Mourinho out well who's the next manager that's right you can't bring David Moyes in um, it, it's always half the debate now exactly. I think a lot of us will agree that anyone will be better that potentially is the case but potentially not um, who knows time will tell I don't think anything will eventuate through this but there is definite pressure and I'm sure they will take some type of notice yeah well let's watch over the next few months I, I don't think we've heard the end of it but speaking of that I just mentioned David Moyes you know what this week is tell me his contract runs out from Man United this week at the, at the end of the month so he's still getting paid from Man, from Man United and his contract runs out at the end of this week, Good which on is you. crazy. So do you believe that a curse will be lifted next week? No, do I don't. No? <laughs> Look, I think, I, um, and like, you know, as we get closer to the season, we can do a full proper season preview. But And, you know, it's actually a smooth transition into our next topic. Um, I actually feel like we're going to do well next season. I think we're going to surprise a few people. And the major part of that, Tom, the one. One matter, the special one. Oh, the, oh, yeah, I'm I, at I, the I, other I, one. I've jumped the gun. One Bissaka. One Bissaka. I think you talking about the special one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he hasn't actually been announced. Everyone has announced him except the club. The club will probably announce him in like three weeks' time or something. But oh, it sounds yeah. like he's had his or having his medical at the time of recording. Um, yeah. What do you reckon? Forty-five million. Um, yeah, plus five million in add-ons, which I think you know. I think it's a great deal if you look at the fact he's twenty-one years of age, English. Um, got 18 months experience in the Premier League he leads so many stats in terms of um, his defence um, I'm just going to bring those up actually because um, it was actually phenomenal um, I believe he's he's definitely coming first in every defensive statistic in the Premier League for a fullback um, Ashley Young's not ahead of him? No, Tom is not all right? okay. I, I, I'm ahead of Ashley Young Just double checking And I play park football <laughs> So, um, this is courtesy of BT Sport <clears throat> most tackles um, by Wan-Bissaka, 129. Um, most clearances, 129. Uh, most take-ons completed, 90. Most interceptions, 84. Um, and he's um, got the highest uh, tackle success rate at, ni- at, at yeah, 94%. That is absolute. Sorry, um, most take-ons at 90s. Um, absolutely brilliant stats. The criticism of Wan-Bissaka is his attacking ca- capabilities. I think people need to put into context. He actually has a better um, crossing percentage than Ashley Young. Um, Ashley Young does cross the ball more. Uh, so Wan-Bissaka crosses 0.3 per game. Uh, but it, you have to take into account who's he crossing to at Crystal Palace. And most on most occasions, they're not Crystal Palace are going to play a more defensive style of football. Yeah. At Man United, the initiative is to attack. So I think you might actually see an improvement. He's actually a natural winger. Became a fullback. Um, I think he's got he's got the ideas, physical attributes to get forward. Like, yeah. well, okay, you do need quality when you get in that attacking area. But first of all, you have to get in that attacking area. That's right. And actually, on the reason he does so many crosses is because he can't get past their fullback. He's stuck from having to cross deep. Yeah. So I think Wambasaga will get into those dangerous areas. And okay, his crossing might not be the greatest. But it's far, far more dangerous to be crossing from that area rather than actually Young lofting the ball in from halfway. Oh, if we're, if we're playing that one-two one, football that um, Solskjaer looks like he wants to play, then I think Wan-Bissaka fits into that perfectly. He's very quick, very physical. Um, and you know what? 
Let's forget about the attack for a second. What's the initiative of a defender to defend? To defend. And we just came off a season where we conceded more goals, the most goals in the last 30 odd years. I think, yeah, I think it was a Premier League, or not Premier League record, but a Premier League record for ourselves. For United, exactly. So I, I think it, this is a wonderful signing, and I've heard the criticism. Oh, what about Diogo Delos? We've both said it. We're not, yeah. we're not sold on him. You know, and, uh, at least well, defensively. And when you look at it, and Solskjaer did make some sort of questionable team selections, but it was always Ashley Young over Delos. So Delo mustn't have been high on Solskjaer's list. And that's not a criticism yeah. of him. He's still young. He, he's he 19 years old. Yeah. And he played in big games. He played at PSG, etc. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Juan Bissau has to come in as number one. We saw him in the last game of the season, Diego Delo, um, yeah. against against Cardiff. He got turned inside out by their winger all day. Yeah. He's Defensively, he has a lot of work to do. Not saying he can't get there, but I, I think the signing's justified. Um, what was I going to say about Juan Bissau? Um, shirt number do you think because there's been a little bit of I don't see anything in this rumour but Lindelof to Barcelona I, I do not like number two at centre back neither do, you, do I do you think they could change number two out to give to Juan Bissaka give Lindelof four well, James oh, actually, oh God, Phil Jones is still here. Christ. I mean, you. you <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Phil Jones. The sadness you feel when you realise Phil Jones is still at the club. You could give Lindelof five or fifteen. Depends on our centre backs. Yeah, and um, there's links to the noise around Harry Maguire is getting louder. Um, I thought it was getting louder for City. No, um, listening to Duncan Castles, um, who you know I think is quite reliable when it comes to news in Manchester. He's saying they're looking at a centre back from uh, La Liga. Man City, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're actually... Uh, Pep has doubts about um, Maguire. He feels he has a lack of pace. My fear with this... And we've discussed this recently in the last couple of episodes, but with Harry Maguire, my fear with Man City now is the times where Ed Woodward has gone into business almost looking to one-up City, try to get the better of them, pay more, and look like we've beaten them in the transfer market. It's all, I get the feeling... Because Harry Maguire is the furthest thing from a Pep Guardiola player. I, right. I get the feeling Man City just pl- and this is just a conspiracy but they're playing a game looking like they're interested in Harry Maguire bumping up this price Man, C- Man United going to pay a world record fee for a defender £90 million for a player City had no interest in and Man City and then suddenly Man United are there with a fit Phil Jones it's in quite, Harry Maguire it's, it's quite a theory Tom um, I think there's still a good chance that Phil Jones gets sold you know I, I really do there was. If you just look at the way they renewed his contract, it just doesn't make sense to me that. No, look, you sense. could have just. Well, that's right. I mean, for me, you just let his contract run down. But um, yeah, look, I still think one of our centre backs, if not two of our centre backs, could still go. I can't see when the season starts. Rojo, Bay, Jones, Smalling. I think Bay, I think Bay's injury keeps him at the club. I think yeah. it might be a bit hard to sell at um, the moment. Duncan Castles did say that um, Solskjaer's actually a fan of Bay, yeah. um, and he and he actually wants to give him more of a chance. And I think if you're looking at potential, I actually think Bay is our best defender. Yeah? I think he's no, better than Lindelof. But we'll see what happens. So now, look, one Bissaka surely comes in. At £50 million, pounds, surely he comes in as number one. Oh, no oh, doubt. I, I have. I, I can How bet me bottom. Be? I can bet me bottom. Not Ashley Young starts against Chelsea. You can see it happening. No. But uh, who, is your, who is your back for now going into the Chelsea game? Are you expecting the same back? You've got one Bissaka on the right, Luke Shaw on the left. You'd say Lindelof in the middle with. A new signing, or yeah, I'm saying Harry Maguire. You think Harry Maguire? I think it'll happen. Yeah. Someone needs to call um, Ed Woodward and let him know Alderweireld is still available from Tottenham. That that talk has just gone dead. I'm thinking the player himself must not be interested because that deal was definitely on it's there last to be done. season. It's there to be done. Yeah, now, just, but he's not linked with anywhere, so he maybe he is happy to stay at Spurs. Who knows? 
Okay, one Bissaka. Now, back to the real one, special one, one matter. Signed his contract. We haven't spoken since that was made official. Yeah, um, I don't understand the criticism of it. It got a lot of... Oh, God, it got a lot of... It's almost when these Glazer Out movement started, off the back of that contract. A lot of people weren't happy with it. I think if you look at how young our squad is and you look at the experience that has left Herrera, Valencia, two seasoned professionals, Lukaku's likely to go. Yeah. Um, 26 years of age, that's a very young squad. So to keep one Mata, I feel, is essential. Not, look, just take his playing ability out of it, right? And mind you, I think he's a wonderful footballer. But if you're just looking at purely from an experience point of view, he's a gentleman, that's someone to keep in the locker room. You can't have a bunch of... 22 to 24 year olds carrying the whole season out it's a squad game and there's going to be a time and place when one month when one mata can come into this team and add uh, not just be part of the squad but the bloke is brilliant he can pull a goal out of nowhere no, i don't think many players score bigger goals than him you know since he's been no. here in terms of big moments uh, picking up goals he scored the fa cup final and the goals at anfield like important free kicks whenever there's a big moment He's quite clinical in front He's of the player. Yeah, I don't understand the criticism. Um, I think it just comes with his age, but people need to people just need to put a bit put context on things. I just want to give you this quote. This is he announced this at the time when the contract was announced. Compare this to some other players, not only at other clubs, but especially our club and our current situation. So this is in response to um, the contract renewal. He goes. Because we're going through difficult times, it is of the greatest importance to me to extend my commitment to Manchester United. It is also the right time for me to say loud and clear that the feeling of being... Oops, my phone's just gone off. That the feeling of being a Man United player is something very special. A lot of players are looking for a backdoor out of the club at the moment. And one matter has potentially... I don't uh, don't know the facts of this, but has seemingly taken a pay cut... Um, of around 30 to 40k a week yeah. to stay at the club it took the pay cut to stay an extra year now well, it's, it's, it's potentially three years it looks like maybe two years with an extra year to stay uh, with a extension okay um, look in any which case I think there's an element of bargaining there no doubt but th- there's also the element of this guy had an opportunity to go to a bigger club at the end of the he day I think he, the Barcelona link was right I think he could have gone to Barcelona and he could have gone to Barcelona he chose to stay at United he took a pay cut to stay and he's one of those people who you can tell he, he, he endears himself to the fans. He's one of the few players that do it. Herrera was another one who did it. And I can't name any. Obviously, besides Rashford, Lingard, there's not many more who I can name who endear themselves the way these players I do. I think that's the thing which we've spoken about before. Yet the reason you, we all watch football is for the joy it brings. He's one player. All, all we ask for, whenever we lose, everyone goes, oh, the players, we didn't try hard enough. All we ask for is they try hard enough and play for the badge. Here we've got someone who might not be the greatest player in the world. Personally, I think he's unbelievable. But not the greatest player when you compare to the players of the top clubs. Not that we aren't a top club, but you know what I mean. But he is a player who is exactly what we're asking for when we do lose games. Someone who cares, someone who's committed, someone who is willing to take a pay cut. I don't think many other players do do that at his level. That's right. Um, So, look, the backlash... Maybe we wouldn't call it backlash from the signing, but it did... Not one matter himself didn't get abuse for it, but the club certainly copped a lot of abuse. I did not see a need for. I think no. I think it's a very important piece of business to keep him. Yeah, you know what? It actually reminds me. Did you see uh, what Dean Henderson came out and said? Um, oh, vaguely, vaguely. So, talking about learn. passion of the club, Dean Henderson basically said, "He goes, if United want to back me to be number one, 
I'll be here for the next 10 years. And he loves the club. Like, we all talk about, we want that attitude back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dean Henderson, Juan Mata, these other players that... I'll take these guys... I'll, I'll take... You know what? If Look at Scott McTominay's attitude, yeah. right? Is he the best footballer He's almost in the world? a fan favourite now. That's the thing. If I look at, at his footballing ability, I think the jury's still out on how long his longevity as a United player, right? But if I'm talking purely attitude, give me two Scott McTominay's in midfield over a Paul Pogba any day. Uh, Simply for the attitude and the respect he shows this club. End of story. No one's bigger than the club. Uh, and I'll take players like Juan Mata and Scott McTominay over Paul Pogba's any day. Uh, hard to disagree. On Paul Pogba, this is a video we both came across earlier in the week from a new YouTuber called Unofficial Pundit. We don't mean anything bad by this, but we need to address it because both both myself and Larry are both obviously Pogba fans. We both maybe agree it is time for him to go. The Unofficial Pundit on YouTube has made a claim that Paul Pogba either was missing or did miss one in particular penalty on purpose to help Mourinho get the sack. I... He claims it was the Burnley game, which Burnley we game. won, by well, the way. Well, all three penalties Paul Pogba missed, we won games in. How many other penalties did he score? Six, seven, eight penalties? Yeah. In, in games that we won, shouldn't he have been missing those penalties if he wanted Mourinho to get the sack? I, think, I, I, I just think, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. these flat-out lies, because the, the reason I can categorically say it is a lie, because if that is, he said he's got this from a source from inside the dressing room. I am telling you, if that happened... That would be taken care of on the pitch by players. If they thought a player missed a penalty on purpose, I don't care who they are. If that happened on my, my game, I would go up and take that player off the field physically. That We would see that it happened. It doesn't leak from the dressing room, someone's opinion. If the player has purposely missed a penalty, the players deal with that on the field and the world will know about it. And for this to come out through a source in the dressing room has got to be bollocks. Yeah, I think... Unofficial pundit, is he? Is that, is that what he calls himself? Looks like it, yeah. I call him official knobhead. <laughs> to the point. Look, mate, you can you can say you don't want to be nasty about it, but to make such a claim, if he if this guy was worth millions of dollars, I guarantee Paul Pogba would have a defamation suit on him. And rightly so, I think, rightly. It is, a, to question someone's... Well, people do question his professionalism, but to really, really question his honour and professionalism in terms of scoring a penalty... I think that's that's shocking. disgusting. Like everyone wants likes and views, and you want to be a YouTube star, mate. By all means, but do not come out and accuse a footballer of lacking professionalism. You have no proof or no basis for making such a claim. And to miss a penalty, the only way you can purposely miss a penalty is tell a keeper, "I'm rolling this down the middle," or put it over the bar. Keepers have made decent saves. Okay, he has a weird penalty style. He takes the piss with his run up. If going in the top, he's not telling the keeper which way to dive. Yeah. Um, I just think the complete lies being made about Paul Pogba on so many things, and this is just another one, I think there is, I don't like the word agenda too much, but there is, it does seem to be a big agenda. There is an agenda against Pogba, no doubt. And I think there's been one, Pogba doesn't help himself because Uh, since he's walked in, since he walked in, we've heard rumblings about him going out. And when you fuel that, as opposed to throwing water on it, you know, you build a road for your own. Now, the reason I don't want things like this to grow is because there's a potential chance he might stay. We came on here last week and said he's got to go, he will go, etc. You look at how the transfer market's been playing out. We might want Paul Pogba to go as much as anyone. There is a likelihood that he stays. And if he stays, we can't have people just making up lies 
because they don't like no. it. But that's not going to help anyone. Tom, let's call it from now. If Paul... Alright, let's say it's game one, we're versing Chelsea. It's the transfer window closes, I think, two days before the game. Is Paul Pogba still a Manchester United player? I think he goes. I think the club will structure a deal. Um, Real Madrid, sorry, will structure a deal to get him. It might be similar to maybe something like Lukaku, maybe a loan deal to start off with, which doesn't seem sort of feasible at the moment. But I think if he does want out and De Gea does stay, I think one of De Gea and Pogba stays and goes. And that changes from week to week for me. So next week Pogba will definitely be staying in my opinion. But for now, I think Pogba probably does leave. Um, well, last week we agreed that that's probably best for everyone. Yeah. My opinion will change. I still think there's no one we can replace Paul Pogba with. Um, I think we're a hell of a lot weaker without him. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the links with Bruno Fernandes. I think, yeah, I, I could definitely see what you're saying. It, it, it could be a Liverpool Bruno Fernandes, I reckon. Liverpool, Who knows? Spurs, and Dombele looks like Spurs bound, £60 million. Pounds. I'm filthy about that. I would have loved yeah, Dombele. What a player. He's the one you wanted, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, are there any other transfer rumours? What is there? Um, Harry Maguire, Juan Bissak is obviously signed. Daniel James is signed. Um, actually, one of the questions sent in from um, Pete, Pete Gilmore. Thoughts on Ben Yedda? Because there is, Lukaku looks like a two-year loan deal. It's going to go out to Inter, so it does leave an, a gaping hole at number nine. We'll both agree that Rashford probably isn't the player to um, lead the line. Ben Yedda, he's one of the players that Mourinho the other year was saying Sevilla players could get into my team. He's obviously the Sevilla striker who bags goals yeah. for fun. Um, Say. I'd be a fan. He scored 30 goals last season. He's very um, very diminutive. He's not, yeah, he's not yeah. a big boy. Yeah, the opposite of Lukaku, I'd say. Yeah, he is. Um, but again, if you're looking at that style that we look like we want to play this this season, could be a really good signing. Um, good goal scorer. Yeah, look, Rashford might go on and become a world-class striker. Do I think that'll happen? Personally, Jerry's out. I'm, I'm not convinced. But he's 21 years of age and it's possible. Um, if you bring in a, a, a Benyatta, you can you have the option to push Rashford a bit wider. If you're playing a two-striker system, you've got the ability to rotate in and out. You can do Benyatta and Rashford. You can do Martial, Rashford, Martial, Benyatta. He's a proven goal scorer. And that's, that's for me, the biggest thing. If Whatever you think about Lukaku, the one thing he, he does... Or the one thing that we can guarantee, he is a proven goal scorer. He scored over... He does score a lot of goals. Besides the last season, right? He scored over 20 goals for the last four seasons. Ben Yedda's a proven goal scorer. Martial has the ability to do it. Rashford has the ability to do it, but... The reason I don't don't mind this Ben Yedda link is I assume he'd be relatively relatively cheap. Um, I assume it maybe 30 or 40 or 50 million potentially, but for a goal scorer, that is cheap in today's market. Release clause, yeah. Release clause, Th- doesn't 39 it? 39 odd. So, so let's say around 40 to 50 million pounds to get him 28 years of age. Um, I think for that price for a goal scorer is worth a punt considering the investment we need in midfield and at the back. I think that's where our signings need to be a 60, 70, 80 million pound player, even out wide, spend that big money where at that 40 million is relatively cheap. So Ben Yedda is it. I don't want to say a cheap option, but I don't see any other world-class strikers lining up to come to United. No. So, um, yeah, not number one on my list, but it seems like there is a... I don't know where the link came from, but it seems um, being retweeted by genuine or legitimate journalists. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't no, know. I'd be very happy if it happened. Um, I think Martial will get that number nine jersey. Yeah, no, we'll say. Um, I remember there was that big hoo-ha when he um, lost the show. Who came in? Ibrahimovic. Yeah, Zlatan came in, took the number nine. Um, and that was just at the time Martial was... He sort of created a brand. Um, yeah. AM9 sort of thing. And I, I still see him as a um, striker. I don't see him as a left wing. I remember when he came in, he started up front, and then I was one of the people saying, well, maybe give him a go out on the left, just sort of give him some minutes and... Um, he can play on the left, just get some game time. There was always, always those comparisons to Henri. But I always envisaged him as a striker. And Solskjaer has said that in the past. And maybe he is an option. Daniel James off the left, Martial through the middle. I'll never forget the goal Martial scored on debut against Liverpool. Well, that, that, that's right. Yeah. I saw that left wing potential in him to play off the left. Yeah. But I remember those, those games after that. He played through the middle and was... Because he's quite a strong boy. Like. Yeah, he is. Uh, the thing with Martial, I just don't know how he feels, if he feels comfortable with his back to goal. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like he's so dangerous coming off that left-hand side. It, I think if you if play two strikers, he can be to the left and yeah. he can still have a central striker. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what United choose to do this season. Um, anything else to go on this week? Any other points? I'm trying to think. One Bissaka hasn't been officially announced. Okay, check on Twitter. Um... That's all the listener questions. How about go back to trivia? Yeah. Goals. Speaking of goals. Um, so my one was, who has more goals for United, Ryan Giggs or Paul Scholes? Quite close. Ooh. I want to say Giggsy. You would be correct. Ryan Giggs, 168 goals to Paul Scholes, 155. Wow, closer than I thought. People forget Paul Scholes made his debut as a striker. Yeah, he's a, a little Australian player. He actually had a bit of a career. He, he started up front, went back in the midfield. Then I remember when Ruud van Nistelrooy came in, um, he, he moved up front as well. So I almost had a second spell there. That's um, what prompted United to get Veron. Sort of left that gap in the midfield where they tried to get Veron in, but that, that obviously didn't work. Yeah. But um, Ryan Giggs, a lot of goals. Lot yeah, of goals. And important goals. Yeah, big ones. He, but his most famous one, of course, the yeah, FA. The hairy chest. Oh, me, the yeah. beautiful chest. Yeah, I could, I could shave that thing and make a, <laughs> make a carpet, make, make a rug for my TV room, yeah. I think. Actually, I need a new rug. <laughs> um, who are your two players, Marshall and Rashford? Yeah, so who's got, who's got, the, who's got more goals in their Manchester United career time? Uh, let's see. Well, Marshall came in first, didn't he? Rashford came in later that season. Yep. Um... I would, oh, that is close. I would say Martial, just. Oh, you would be correct. Correct. Martial, 48 goals. Rashford, 45. Talk about yeah. cutting it tight. Yeah, well, people, that's nonsense, people talking about Rashford um, catching Rooney's goal record. That's that's not happening. No. That, that, that's that's not happen. Speaking of Rooney, see his goal this morning? Oh, brilliant. Oh, my God, that must have been 60 or 70 yards out. Yeah, that it looks exactly like the Scott. It was against West Ham, wasn't it? Um, no, it's so a different goal. That was almost a volley type thing. But yeah, so same distance. He scored a few yeah. from um, distance. I remember Everton. He scored a bomb the other year when he went back to Everton. Unbelievable though. How, how long before the Wayne Rooney link start back up? You know what? <laughs> As a new, new number nine. Yeah, I think it'd be better than anything we got. I saw a good thing where it um, had transfer yeah. deadline day with Fellaini kicking the door down oh, on deadline day. Kill me. <laughs> panic bar. No. But um, I think that just about does it for episode 10 in double digits. Um, the last episode, the Pogba episode, did very well. Um, so thank you for all the support on that. 
Um, so keep following on MUFC podcast. It's now on Spotify. Larry yep. got us on the Spotify. So I think maybe that was potentially why that episode did a little bit better. So hopefully it continues to grow on from there. Um, other than that, thanks for all the support. Keep commenting and getting your thoughts across. Um, I'll see you next week, I think. Same next t- week it same, is, mate. Same time. I'll same be time. here. Oh, beautiful. All right. Let's Cheers, catch guys. You then. See ya.